Welcome back in to the David L. Gray Show, off code and unscripted. I got one thing for you today. CIA plants working in the Catholic Church, in particular in Catholic social media. We're going to talk about that. We're going to drop the names of the people who I'm speculating are CIA plants and those apostolates that I think are just some CIA ops. I've been meaning to speak with you about this topic for a while, but the recent interview with Tucker Carlson and President Vladimir Putin uh, triggered in my mind some things Putin said about the CIA. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to talk about that. Um, th this problem we have with CIA plants and ops in a Catholic church working against us um, and us buying into their, their machinations to stir division and to stir doubt. Who talks about stuff like this? Right. <laughs> Here's David L. Gray again attacking some of our sacred cows, calling them CIA plots, you know. I know. Tell me what you think in the comments below. But I'm going to make my case. And I'm not even going to start the clock. I'm not going to make it in 10 minutes. I'm not. I'm probably going to spend just 10 minutes on Dr. Taylor Marshall alone. But this is why you love me. I'm not reading off the talking points of the day. This is off code, unscripted, fresh content, things that you would never expect to hear. This is a David O. Gray show. Let's get into it now. Now, before I get into the names and tell you who I'm speculating are CIA plans, we need to talk about the system itself, the systems of doubt. Because that's what we're talking about. When we talk about the CIA and all these other secret services and all these other governments, we're talking about the systems of doubt. There's been many systems to stir division and doubt. Um, these are the latest. So we're going to talk about the topic itself. Then we're talking about, well, why would the CIA want plants in the Catholic Church? And then we're going to talk about why social media itself. And, and some of the things the CIA has done in other media outlets like Operation Mockingbird. And then we're going to, I'm going to lay out to you my criteria, um, the five things I'm looking for when I'm determining who may be a CIA plant or what Catholic apostolate may be a CIA operation. And then we're going to run through the names from Pope Francis down to um, Taylor Marshall to Kennedy Hall. So I have a, a list of names here that, that's not exhaustive. But we'll just give you some idea of what I'm thinking. Right? And let me know what you think about it in the comments below. But the systems of doubt is what I call them. The systems of doubt really can be defined by the encounter of the serpent with Eve in the garden. This is the basic tactic of Satan as well as the world and the flesh. This is what these systems do they stir up doubt the serpent in the garden acts like did god really say that did he, did he really say to do that this is doubt doubt is the opposite of faith so once that once doubt enters the trajectory of death enters right as long as we have faith we're headed towards life once we have doubt, once that has taken over, we're headed to death. Now, doubt is different from questioning, okay? It's different from 
doubts is different than the work of what say someone like Descartes was doing. Okay. Um, better yet, we can look at it in the context of Mary versus Zachariah. So the angel Gabriel comes to Mary, tells her that you know she's going to conceive the Son of God. Um, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon her, and and what Mary does is she offers a question, but it's not a question of doubt that expresses doubt. It's a question of process. She's not married. She's not having conjugal relations. And she says, well, how can this be? She was questioning something that was beyond her finite knowledge. That's not doubt. That's just questioning. That's different than what Zachariah did and why he was punished for a short time um, by not being able to speak, being made mute. He was questioning when when um, when uh, the angel told him that his wife would conceive in her old age. You know, he questioned, but the the reason why this was doubt because he was questioning something that was within his finite knowledge. He was married; he could have conjugal relations, and even though his wife was old, just biologically she could conceive. So he was doubting. What he not, what should not have doubted something that was within his capacity of finite knowledge. That's the difference between doubting and questioning. Okay, so we cannot doubt what God has called us to do. We cannot doubt God wants to make us holy. We cannot doubt our call to holiness and our, our capacity to respond to it. Now, what is the what are the systems of doubt doing? Well, I can outline a number of their processes in, in this way. Um, just broadly, what they're doing is that these systems of doubts, they are promoting ideas that are contrary to things such as the cardinal virtues, a fortitude, temperance, prudence, and justice. They're, they, they're promoting things that are opposite of us being that. They're promoting things that are opposite of the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, rather than love, hate, rather than risen wisdom, stupidity. They're promoting ideas that are contrary to things such as the Beatitudes, such as being poor in spirit, rejecting um, poverty and pursuing greed, rather than um, pursuing mercy pursuing vengeance okay these are what the systems of doubts are doing some of the ways by which they do this are obvious you know through things such as counter religions that's that's kind of obvious but broadly speaking we would say that the systems of doubt what they're doing is that they're promoting a capital sins of pride greed envy wrath lust gluttony sloth and this, so this is why you see fat women on just unhealthy women and men on covers of magazine promoting gluttony as being virtuous, right? Unhealthy lifestyles as being virtuous. Um, pornography, porn websites are always the most popular ones on the internet. Um, uh, the preponderance of just technology making us lazy, sloth, right? So this is what the systems of the world, the world, the flesh, and the devil promoting but all these really are just systems of doubt things that are geared to question our call to holiness broadly also we can say that satan the world and the flesh what they do is they promote death 
This is antithetical to opposite of what Christ Jesus, Christ and his church are promoting and promoting life. Jesus himself is the way, the life, and the truth. So Satan is in his systems of promoting death. Christ is promoting life. Okay. So that's broadly speaking about the systems of doubt. But so but well, where's the CIA and all these other secret services and all these other governments? Where, where do they fit in with this? Why, why would the CIA want plants and operations, ops, in the Catholic Church? Well, the Catholic Church, um, because it's Christ and his church, these two, two things go together, is the only thing that Satan fears. The Catholic Church is the one institution that all governments fear. When we speak about things that the government fears, the world governments, it's, it's not China, it's not Russia, it's not the United States, it's not um, the Atlanteans, you know, the, the water people or so-called aliens. It's not that. It's the Catholic Church. Why? Well, it has the most powerful leader in the world, that is the Pope. The Vatican is the most feared state. Why? Because it has its own land, it has its own bank, it has its own governance, it has its own source of income. Us. The Pope not only governs these things, but he's the shepherd of the faith. Which means that, well, what the world knows is that if it's a real Pope, what I mean by that, not real as in if, as if France is not the duly like the Pope, I don't mean in that sense. I mean, a real pope, a true pope, a pope who is really about doing the work of the Petrine ministry. The world knows that a, a true pope, a strong pope, I should say is a better word, can change economies. He can change boundaries even. He can change governance. He can change elections. He can bring a whole, he can bring a whole new world order in place that will crush every system of Satan, the flesh, in the world. Only thing he has to do to Pope is inspire Catholics and really push them, demand them to pursue holiness, to reject sin, to reject the world, the flesh, and the devil. It's, it's a simple work that the Pope can do. Right? He, he would just have to do it. If he were to do it, economies would collapse and people would stop pursuing the capital sins a strong pope the world doesn't pursue any of the capital sins pride gluttony none of that and because we aren't pursuing the capital sins everything collapses this is why the world fears and this is why satan fears the catholic church is the only institution on earth that has the evidence of producing saints and that's what satan hates the most so the world wants a weak pope in place so that um, the, the church produces more sinners or facilitates the growth of more sinners by uh, um, by not calling us to holiness, rather calling us to laxity, calling us to slothfulness. Eh, don't fast as much. Uh, don't go to mass as much. Uh, don't go to reverent liturgy as much. You know, all, all these things that are in place that uh, make it harder uh, that don't facilitate the growth of sainthood. Okay, this is what the world wants a weak pope, and this is why historically popes have been kidnapped, killed, imprisoned, 
by uh, kings and queens have always worked very hard, artistly, to put their own pope in place, um, or move the pope out of <laughs> out of out of the Vatican to Avion or something like that, right? So, so this is why organizations have tried to infiltrate the church, buy off the church, buy off the pope. The list goes on. Every system, revolution, every government for the past 2,000 years have either tried to destroy or tried to control the Catholic Church. This is what the litany of heresies are all about. Notice that all the heresies in some way are an attack on the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. It's doubt. Is that really what Jesus said, that this is body and blood? This is doubt. This is what the heresies are about. This is what the Protestant Revolution of 1517 was about. It's about what the revolutions of 1848 were about. It's what the Bolshevik Revolution of 1517, 1917 was about. It's what the Sexual Revolution was about. It's what the Vatican, Second Vatican Council Revolution was about. It's what the, the Big Tech Revolution of today is all about. Let us control your data. And if we control your data, we know everything about you and we can serve you better. We can be your God. Right? It's all about controlling or destroying the Catholic Church. This is what big tech is trying to do. The, de the, de the, the, the revolution of sexual deviancy is what this is all about. Did God really create just two genders? Right? Doubt. It's always trying to destroy or weaken the moral authority of the Catholic Church. So this is what the mission of the World Economic Forum is about, the United Nations, the, the China Communist Party, the United States. All, all governments, only thing they really want is to be the Catholic Church because they want worship, they want fidelity, they want dependence, they want global worshipers. Now let's talk about why social media. Many governments have an agency that works in functions like the CIA. These services, what their function is, is to collect, to analyze data about domestic threats or foreign threats, threats from other countries that they can, what? They can, that they can either exploit, manipulate, leverage, or find ways to weaken those domestic threats or foreign threats through espionage, by taking out their leaders, by creating propaganda campaigns. In the United States, as we know, it's called a CIA. In Germany, the BND. In the UK, the SIS or the MI6. In Australia, the ASIS. Israel, Mazad. In Russia, the SVRRF. Unlike the FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, the CIA is not messy. The FBI is very messy. And they're messy um, intentionally, right? They, they want to be obvious in what they do for a reason they, they the fbi wants you to know that they're there hey look at us 
look at we, what we can do to you. It's a control, it's a fear mechanism, the FBI. They want you to know they're there. It, again, it's part of their control mechanism. While the CIA is also a control mechanism, is covert, right? You don't know it was them until their operation has been completed. One of the best examples in regards to media is a program called Operation Mockingbird. You've probably heard of this. Operation Mockingbird was a covert program of the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, that aimed to manipulate American media for propaganda purposes during the Cold War. According to some sources, the CIA recruited hundreds of journal journalists, media outlets um, to spread false or biased information um, that favored the U.S. government's interests and policies. One of the targets Operation Mockingbird was Hollywood, where the CIA influenced the production and content of several movies that dealt with with sensitive topics such as communism, Vietnam, and espionage. Some examples of movies that were reportedly altered or assisted by the CIA are The Quiet American, Animal Farm, in 1984. The CIA's involvement in Hollywood was exposed by investigative, investigative journalists such as Carl Bernstein, and Deborah Davis revealed the extent and methods of the CIA's, um, their influence on the film industry. This same program, Operation Markenberg, those may not be called by that, the operation itself, the op itself, the goals and the methods of it are alive and well today through open secrets such as Hollywood and production agencies being, being given access to military vehicles and um, information uh, and persons such as generals with the agreement you can use our planes or boats um, some of our spaces or you can use you can consult with some of our generals for information as long as you allow to give us access to the script and to manipulate it or contort um based upon our wishes right and then there's the closed secrets such as the CIA placing plants as heads of studios as directors as producers as as, as script writers and as casting agents we know that the CIA plants have been expanded that operation to work in social media just because sites such as YouTube and TikTok and, and um, Facebook are just influential today, maybe even more so than, than the legacy media or the long-form production and movies. For example, you, may, you don't, may not know this, but the average social media user uh, spends about 151 minutes per day um, over two hours on social media. Of course, if you have kids, you know that that, that number is just a, a big average because depending upon your age group, that number can be a, as high as four hours, maybe five hours a day, okay? Um, uh, 
that time includes um, you know Facebook, you know, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, and others. On the other hand, the average time spent on streaming networks is high as well. The average user spends about three hours a day on things such as Amazon Prime, Netflix, Hulu. Um, so, um, and so we're not even talking about movies and TV shows. So, but the point is that yes. So social media, the YouTube um, world, um, of course the CIA has infiltrated that, has plans, has operations working in that sphere as well because it's just as influential. So they have to couture and they have to manipulate the things that we see there, the things that we hear there. Right? So as American consumer, I say, has shifted from the online consumption of other news and entertainment rather than you know the legacy platforms and getting their content from antenna TVs or digital TVs or from cable so has the CIA invested operations ops and implants in those so now in regard to the Catholic Church the role of the CIA again is to create doubt again we're talking about systems of doubt and they do this by stirring division and weakening, by trying to weaken the faith. Creating instability always creates an opportunity for more control. Uh, whether that's from a CIA, um, you know, they're you know, most, one of the most recent successful operations was something called Black Lives Matter. Um, it, it'd be something from that or say creating instability in South and Central America, weakening those countries, making them unstable so that we have a flux of immigrants at the southern border. Again, making the United States weaker, um, which is an opportunity for more control. It, it's easier to control things that are weak versus strong. We notice the human person itself, a weak person, you can control, you can dominate versus a stronger person so the job of cia is to create weakness not strength <clears throat> now the basic criteria to speculate who is a plant or working for a cia working for a cia op or is a cia operation I have four criteria here. Right? The first one is, what is their background? Right? Is it organic or is it bought? Right? If something is organic, has just a natural growth, people are just naturally gravitating to it, it's less likely to be an op, and initially an op. It could later become an op. Um, or plants. It can be developed. It can be groomed. We'll talk about grooming. Um, but it, it's more likely initially that it's a CIA plant or op if there's evidence that is being funded by some sources that we don't know about. Okay. So that's number one. What's the background? Number two, the operation itself or the plants itself, are they off code and unscripted? Right. That's why I like that name off-coded and scripted or are they on-coded on script plans and ops just read off scripts they just repeat the party line they really don't say anything 
new. Okay, that their job is again to follow the basic system plan of stirring doubt, confusion, right? So they don't say anything ever to challenge the narrative. They're not like someone like, um, say, Tucker Carlson now. Um, you know, he, he's doing things that um, are um, counter the system. And you know he's in a CIA plant because you see all the systems, all the CIA plant operations attack him blindly. Okay. My third criteria is the network. Like, is the network this person is associated with is it a cia op again so we, we go back to the example i just said something like fox news cnn abc these are cia ops okay so are they in that network in the catholic perspective ewtn which is, is a cia op nowadays may not have been when mother angelica was there but things are developed things are groomed plants are put in place so now today the cia ew10 is a cia op the united states conference of catholic bishops is a cia op we'll talk more about that later has a bunch of plants working in there um, my fourth criteria is divisiveness do they does the plant or the op promote division or do they also have like an entire untiring just a just a just an undying support of lies. Do they defend or promote the scandals of an op? For example, the Vatican. Um, you know, a lot of secret services throughout the world, you know, they have plants working in there, right? Um, so we don't call the Vatican itself an op because, you know, a lot of governments have plants working in there. But so, but... Um, um, so the Vatican would have scandals such as fiducia supplicants, something like that. Um, so the job of a plant would either be to blindly defend that scandal or to promote it. Um, but also we can see that a plant also would promote the scandal in a sense of making, uh, making a lot of news out of it to create doubts in you oh did the did the vatican really say sin can be blessed right. um so they won't really tell you about the truth of the document itself they'll just create the the hatred they'll stir in you the hatred of the source of the document right this may be seen to be contradictory so it's, it's kind of weird how um the cia would uh, these secret services will create, they will work both sides of the issue. Well, you have to understand that both sides create the same outcome of stirring doubt, right? Either those that will blindly defend um, the scandal or those who would um, make a scandal bigger, right? They, they both function as the same source. You, we can see this with the CIA when they, in the 1980s, they were promoting you know, selling crack, promoting the crack epidemic that ruined a lot of um, predominantly black neighborhoods. Oh, the, the same CIA today is helping fentanyl come across the southern border, which is destroying many poor white neighborhoods. The same outcome is to weaken the system. So the CIA isn't racist. You know, they'll they'll destroy this community, well as is that community as well. They is 
weakening is the goal here. Um, they, they, they don't have <laughs> an ideology. They don't have a, any, a sort of ideological agenda, so to speak. Their function is to weaken. My fifth criteria is basically just a, just a really, just a, a gut check. Just a gut check. I have a, I have a, a good um, gut when it comes to um, who's a plant and, and who's not. So let's run down the names here. I have a basic criteria. I have, I'm going to grade these names as, um, let's say likely is one. If this person is likely a CIA plant or CIA op, I'll give them a grade of one. That's unlikely. I mean, it's, it's very unlikely. One. Three is likely that they're, they're likely a CIA plant or a CIA op. Five is very likely that I would, I would put money on it, that it's, it's an op or a plant. We could probably begin right at the top of the food chain. Um, I talked a little bit about this when I spoke at the Vatican, but we can speak in particular about Pope Francis. Um, I would grade Pope Francis at a five. That it is, is very likely that he is a CIA plant. Just based just based upon the criteria, right? His background. He's a Jesuit. Right? <laughs> I really don't think we probably have to say more that you know we're talking about plants here, right? The uh, the Jesuit itself is a CIA op, right? uh, but so um, because you know he's he belongs to religious order that is a CIA op. It, it makes him likely to be a plant. Okay. What about is he off code and unscripted? No, I think he's very scripted when it comes to the liberal, the socialist agenda, where there's global warming. Um, his other pet projects, you know, he's, he's, um, the vaccines, um, you know, the whatever is the the talking points of the global order of the systems of doubt, Pope Francis is on board, right? So he's always on script when it comes to talking about that stuff, or even when it comes to talking about sexual deviancy, the transgenderism, the, um, you know, the gay blessings and all this stuff, you know, the reaching out to that, that demographic of people. He sounds very much like the systems of doubt, right? So check there, check two checks so far. The network they are associated with, right? So that that's another criteria. So yeah, Pope Francis he he belongs to the Vatican, which all secret services throughout the world has their people in, right? So we cannot necessarily call it a CIA op, but it's more like a secret service op, global. Okay, it's like the United Nations of CIA of secret service ops. Does um, he promote division? Yes. Yes. His, his job, one of his duties as Pope is to be a source of unity for his brother bishops. Yet he promotes division. He's been promoting division ever since he's been Pope. Um, again, one of the best examples probably recently is the, the Fiducia Supplicans document, which he signed. 
Um, you know, in the past, if we, if we look at times popes have, and this isn't an infallible declaration, it's really just a, a fourth level, the lowest level magisterial teaching. It's, it's a grade of four of, of disciplines where the church says there could be error in the document. Many bishops throughout the world says, yes, there is error. So it's not a magisterial document, but, and it's not infallible. But notice how the teaching, the infallible teachings on the assumption and on the Immaculate Conception, notice how those posts, before those teachings were promulgated, they sent out a survey to all the bishops throughout the world. Say, hey guys, what do you think about this? And the bishops responded back. They say, yeah, this is what we believe. This is what we always believed. So popes teach in union with the ordinary universal magisterium. They don't teach contrary to it. But here we see a pope teaching contrary to his brother bishops, many of them. And yet rather than, um, you know, revisit a situation and saying, hey, okay, there's feedback from my brothers that this isn't what we teach, this is what we believe. No, he doubled down, he tripled down. He, he is a source of division. My gut check on Pope Francis, uh, from the very beginning, plant, 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 plant. So yeah, I, I would give him a grade of five, and I would go higher if you if you push me to. I, I, I would even go eight, maybe ten. Right? Timothy Gordon. Timothy Gordon. And one thing, before I get to Timothy Gordon, I, I would say this about Pope Francis as well. Because this this is another, I think this touches on some other people as well. So Pope Francis, one one sign that someone's a plant is do they surround himself with other plants? Do they surround himself with other CIA or Secret Service plants? Pope Francis does. One way we notice is the number of um, skittles, you know, so-called, you know. Um, zesty, gay, homosexual, same-sex attracted bishops and people he surrounds himself with. The reason why you always see a lot of Skittles in prominent positions and the reason why Skittles almost always are CIA plants is because Skittles are always morally compromised people. They are. They're easy to blackmail. Um, Skittles have no self-control whatsoever. They're sexual deviants. They, they, they make bad judgments, so they're easy to control. They're, they're naturally weak. So because the CIA likes weakness, Skittles and Skittle men um, are, are easy to control. This is why you always see them, whether it's Barack Obama, whereas Pete Buttigieg, Cardinal Supage, Cardinal Gregory, Cardinal Tobin, you know, the list goes on. Um, this is who Pope Francis surrounds himself with. Okay. Um, and these are the type of people he appoints. You know, you, you've heard a lot about the St. Galen Mafia putting him in place. Um, think about that in a different context. Remember, because Pope Francis was, his name was mentioned during the election of Pope Benedict XVI, who was not a CIA up at all. all right? That's why he had to go. Um, and so, uh, so what happened, you know, after Benedict XVI resigned was the secret services made a more concerted effort to put their man in place and they did. And so, um, so he weakens the Catholic church and because he's, because he is weakened, 
China is able to pay the Vatican now $10 billion a year so that they have a right to persecute Catholics in China, right? So it's, it's, it's simony is still in place, or simony. Um, the, the, the idea of paying to put bishops and cardinals in place is still in the Catholic Church. It, it just looks different now because that is a CIA operation or secret service operations. Every government wants at least one, depending on how big the government is, but they all want some sort of influence in the Vatican. So they they have this um, payola system in, in place, simony in place, so that they can, um, secret service can have their person in place. So, and, and one way to know that again, is 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 you just have to look at who that cardinal who that pope surrounds himself with is it a bunch of gay men they give away that that's a plant now the timothy gordon i will give timothy gordon if you guys watch that channel he has the rules for retrograde guy um his brother's david gordon a lot a lot of people met this timothy gordon through taylor marshall um, I don't watch his content anymore. It's kind of repetitive. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's not really interesting to me, but I know he has a lot of YouTube subs. Let's go to, through the criteria real quick on him. Um, organic versus bot. Um, I would say organic. I would give Timothy Gordon a two. Right. So one is unlikely. Three is likely. I think Timothy is right in the middle. There, there's some caveats here. He he could be a plant. He may not be, right? He does seem to be organic growth up to a point where a CIA plant, Dr. Taylor Marshall, who is a plant, brings him on. And he brings him on for grooming. So, again, CIA plants do not have they will never have on their program people who are not either cia plants themselves or being groomed to be a cia plant now a plant will go on other programs you know such as mine um, well, i'm sorry not mine <laughs> some other people's <laughs> you know because i'm off limits for plants or some other people's um to promote the agenda but a cia plants will never have a a person on their program who's not a plant or is being groomed to be a plant, right? So a person like me, you you would never see me on EWTN or Taylor Marshall or Timothy Gordon or Kennedy Hall. I would never be on their platforms because one, I'm not a plant. Two, I'm an, I'm unable to be groomed as a plant. Right? I'm I'm too <laughs> I'm too off code on script. Right? I don't have any loyalties. I'm unable to be. Um, bought and paid off i don't have those type of weaknesses or tendencies so but timothy comes on taylor marshall because the 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 plan there is to groom him to be a plan but timothy proves to be um a little bit more free than what they thought he may be so he has he has to go this business a business arrangement like you know like he thought it was was actually grooming um, so that didn't work out. He, he, Timothy Gordon proved that he wasn't really a good material to be a CIA plant once the whole Black Lives Matter thing. He opposed the CIA op. All right. So that did not work out. Um, the third. So Timothy tends to be 
I don't know if he's off-coder on script or, or, or code on script. Uh, it seems to be nowadays he's just really promoting the thing that he, whatever he's selling, whether it's classes or whether it's books or whether there's this, you know, this thing, women make your husband a sandwich, walk around barefoot, ask your husband before you leave the house, you know, weaponizing, <laughs> the catechism of Trent weaponizing, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just weird. I don't, you know, I, I really don't consume his content. It's just, it's kind of like, it's, kind of, it's, it's vomit to me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. All right. But I understand he's selling something. All right. So I, but I don't know if he's off code or unscripted or code unscripted. He just seems to be a host unto himself in this regard. He's just making money. Um, so is he divisive? Is he promoting division? I don't think he's there either. I don't, I don't think so. And so, yeah, I don't give him a high grade to be a plant. My gut check, I don't think he is. I really don't. I don't think he is. But I can't. I cannot give him a one only because he was being groomed to be a plant. All right. So that's Timothy Gordon. Since I brought him up a few times, let's just go to the Taylor Marshall. Okay. Let's go to Taylor Marshall. Is he a plant or not? He's. I give Taylor Marshall a five. Again, if you if you were to come to Germany, and you were to take me to my favorite, my favorite Irish pub, I like to go to, you know, buy me a, a glass of Guinness beer, give me some of their chicken wings that they have there, um, sit down on my favorite table where there's a chess board and we play some chess. Um, you may get me in a mood if you don't stress me out too much on the chessboard, which you know you, you probably won't. Um, you may get me if you push me. I may be willing to go a lot higher on Taylor Marshall, right? For for some reasons I would tell you over again this beer. But let's run through the criteria for now, okay? Background. Organic bot Taylor Marshall when he came on the scene and I don't know 13 14 I don't know he was spending a lot of money on Facebook and other places to get noticed He purchased his way into the Catholic space he spent a lot of money to come out of nowhere First clue that he's a CIA plant we don't know where that money came from, whether it was his or what. But he's he bought his way into the space. Off-code and scripted. I think there may have been a time when he was off-code and scripted where what he was saying about you gotta get to a traditional Latin mass, blah, 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 as being radical, off-code. But now... He is the author of a lexicon itself. He is the trad um, um, icon. He issues the talking points. Um, uh, everything that he created in that space um, has been picked up by his acolytes. So nowadays, him and his Acolytes are, they speak from the same script, the same talking points. 
So, and this is what a CIA plant would do. They would create their own lexicon, right? They would create their own movements, so to speak. And that is a movement that he created. So another check mark there. The network they're associated with. I don't think Taylor Marshall is associated necessarily with EWTN or the, the Conference of Catholic Bishops. Again, he's a host unto himself. But he's created a network himself, right? In in, in its um, um um so there's a check there. The divisiveness promotes division. Uh, yeah, obviously people hundreds of people, maybe thousands, have left the faith because of the things that he promoted. He's done nothing really beneficial for the Catholic space other than to really um, leverage the other CIA op, which is the Vatican and, and Francis, and really promote those scandals coming out of the Vatican, again, to stir doubt, to have people question their faith. And also creating a whole a whole um, a legacy of you know what I've called in the past what I've def defined a number of times is what I call uh, traditional Latin mass supremacists people who um, are divisive themselves because they promote the liturgy war they worship the liturgy rather than worshiping through the liturgy they use it as a crutch right that, that's a whole wheelhouse that he created a whole a whole movement of traditional Latin mass supremacists. So my gut check, I don't know, you probably already know. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, per, he's, he's a person who I think is just completely fake. Even sitting around smoking cigars, that, that's, that's a meme to me. <laughs> that's, it, it's, it's just a, a dead giveaway that a person is fake. But I think I really knew he was a CIA op when his book Infiltration came out. That's when I probably put him in a category of five. That book Infiltration is the work of pure fiction. It's work of pure fiction because the, the primary thesis of the book is that the Carbonari organization in Italy, the charcoal burners, were Freemasons. And that one of the documents that one of the sets created, the Alta Vendetta, was a Masonic document. Both of those things are false. The Carbonari were not Freemasons. They're just a revolutionary group, such as the Sons of Liberty in New York, which also had Freemasons, um, but were not Masonic. The Carbonari as well had Freemasons in there, but was not a Masonic organization. Even the church documents, if you read them, say the same. In fact, one church document calls by Pope um, calls the Carbonari more dangerous than Freemasons. The Philippines had a group like this as well. I can't remember the name, but it's a revolutionary group, unlike the Sons of Liberty that fought for freedom, had some Freemasons in it, not exclusively Freemasons. So, but his whole thesis of his book is built upon this. But this is really the work of a plant. Sometimes plants, how you, how you know they're plants, because they, they say something so dumb that it can only be consumed by dumb people, people who don't question um, what they hear. And I'm sorry if you read his book, you believe it. I'm not necessarily calling you dumb, um, but it was dumb <laughs> to, to take this without question, right? But this is when you look at CIA operations such as Fox News or CNN, they rely on dumb people to not question what they hear. This is how all wars are started. Every war started because the media manipulates people. Right? So 
you know somebody's a CIA plant if they say something so dumb that, and especially they're a PhD in philosophy and they're writing books about footnotes and good references. And so the book was so dumb, uh, so horrible, such a piece of trash that it led me to believe that, oh, yeah, this guy is a CIA op. Oh, all day, because what he's doing in this book he, is he's, he's pointing at a thing that's called the Oklahoma Shuffle. You know, you get somebody to look this way, right, rather than at the truth. The truth is that nowadays that, you know, yeah, Freemasons had their run, but they were long supplanted, even by the communists. Um, you look at, say, the working documents of the Senate on the youth. Or the working document on a synod and synodality. Nothing in there about the CIA. Nothing in there, I'm sorry, about Freemasonry. But there's a lot in there about LGBTism, right? Sexual deviancy. So the biggest threat to the Catholic, Catholic Church is not Freemasons, not today. It's sexual deviancy. It's the LGBT agenda. Right? So that, that's obvious. But we had a guy pointing to Freemasonry as being the boogeyman, the scariest thing that's going on today. If he's pointing this way, you know that as a CIA op, we should have been looking somewhere else, right? So the threat is the CIA in the secret society, in the secret um, services throughout the world infiltrating the Catholic Church. Not the Freemasons. This is a this is a CIA plant tactic to throw you off of the trail, to throw you off the trail of the the people who Pope Francis actually meets with. He's not meeting with the Freemasons. He meet, he's meeting with the LGBT. He's meeting with Vanguard, Black Street, um, State Street, rather, um, Black Rock and Vanguard. These are the people he's meeting with, all right? So um, Bill Clinton, Soros, all right? You know, everyone who's associated with the uh, systems of doubt. That's who he's meeting with, okay? So, but this is a basic tactic of a CIA plant. You should look this way so that you don't see the CIA. Because again, you don't know it was a CIA until the operation is over. So I was editing this video and I was listening to what I was saying about Dr. Taylor Marshall and I have to come back in with a slight amendment. Dr. Taylor Marshall is actually a unique case. I'm gonna downgrade his five of grade of likely being a CIA plant. I'm going to downgrade it to a three of likely. But now I'm also going to throw in a three of him also being likely an FBI plant. Very unique case. Here's why. He could still be a CIA plant for all the aforementioned reasons. But also there's this one story that raises doubt about his whole grade the story goes like this so i was in detroit some years ago and i was having dinner with my friend bobby hesley and michael Voris. nice italian restaurant where michael i guess takes everyone and michael proceeds to tell us a story about one day a few years ago when he was at dinner in rome during the senate on the amazon 
At this dinner, there are several notable people, meaning whom I won't name because it's not really necessary for the story here. But two of the people at this dinner were Dr. Taylor Marshall and a young man named Andrew, Andrew Chushugal. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name. Now, the whole Senate and the Amazon thing was going on and everyone was at the dinner table was talking about how what a scandal was. And someone at the table said, hey, what if we break into the church and steal the Pachamama idols? Everyone laughed. And then everyone began plotting about how it could be, you know, as you know, people, it was a situational humor situation at the table. People laughing and joking about this thing. Hey, let's, let's, let's break into the church and steal them. You know, this, this Ocean's Eleven scheme, they were plotting, but it wasn't serious. Or was it? Well, Michael says, after dinner was over, everyone left. But left behind was Dr. Taylor Marshall and Andrew. They were still talking. This was the room where it happened. Where Dr. Taylor Marshall and Andrew planted this, started a scheme where Andrew would break into the church, take the idols, and throw them in the Tiber River. Fine. The problem, though, is that after it happens, Andrew comes on Dr. Taylor Marshall's podcast, and Dr. Taylor Marshall asks if this, this is his first time meeting this person. As if this was the first, as if he's breaking this story of this young man breaking into the church and throwing these idols into the river. When all along, he plotted and schemed with Andrew and funded this whole thing for Andrew to do. Hmm. That is not CIA plant behavior. A CIA plant will have nothing to do with any of this going on. He would hire someone to um, plot with Andrew um, to, to do this scheme. And perhaps he will hire someone to hire someone to plot with Andrew to do this scheme. He'd be so far distance from it. And he would not break the story. He would not then arrange to have an interview with Andrew. No, he would somehow, uh, the person who he hired or the person who he hired that they hired would leak the story to someone else to break the story. Someone like a Kennedy Hall. Not that, not, not that Taylor Marshall. He's messy. It has to be about him. Right? This is this is FBI tactics. You know, you, like I said, FBI is messy. They're showy. They want you to know they're there. They want you to know that the state is there. We're we're in the mix. It's all about them. All right, very very prideful, very vain. That's them. It's messy. And this whole thing with him scheming together with 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 Andrew and people at the dinner table knew what was going on. And then for him to act like this was he didn't know Andrew and that he never heard had heard of this. That's messy. So for that reason, because of this story, I have to downgrade him, right, to a likely three. But then I have to throw in that he could just be an FBI plant. I may be wrong about this whole thing concerning Dr. Taylor Marshall. It may not be the FBI. It may not be the CIA. Right? It could be either or, right? So that's where I'm at on that. Let's get back to the pre-recorded show. 
And really my point about EWTN, you know, being a plant and, you know, my point about, uh, you know, CIA ops and people who work for CIA plants and people who work for CIA ops like EWTN, they'll tell you, right? And Teresa Tomio told me I once when I had her on, I think, my radio show on Guadalupe Radio Network that she cannot even interview people who EWTN does not allow her to interview. I'm sorry. Yeah, we talked about this. We didn't talk about it on the show. We talked about it back channel. Um, and I think Patrick Coffin, uh, he told me the same thing when he's with Catholic Answers, which is CIA op, that he wasn't allowed to interview people who didn't get approval. Word on fire. There's a theologian there who I wanted to interview. And, you know, because, you know, I am who I am, you know, even CIA ops don't come on my show or CIA plans to even come on my show. Right. Uh, you know, there's a theologian who worked on Word on Fire. He said, ah, you know, I want to come on, but, you know, Bishop Barron won't let me, you know. So. Um, and I say that just to reiterate the point that, you know, a plant by who they associate themselves with, who they work for who's on their platform, whose platforms they go to, right? So I have Taylor Marshall, again, at a five, but I'm willing to go much higher. Raymond Arroyo. Um, I'm having him at a five as well, right? I don't know much about his background, but I want to say that's not organic. He's definitely on script with the device, divisiveness of stirring doubts and confusion he works for two cia ops that's the ewtn and fox news he's always on laura ingram's show who's who's a plant and so yeah he's you know he, he promotes you know this the scandals of francis you know he's he, so he he works that whole agenda my gut shed says yeah you know oh i, I never trusted raymond arroyo you know he, he's always smelled like a plant to me Michael Wars. Michael Wars. Who um I heard from him the other day. You know, he texted me. Said he he's doing well. He's, you know, working through some some therapy. Um I'm gonna give Michael Voris a one. A one. That that, that and one is unlikely. All right, five is very likely, one is very unlikely, three is likely. I'm going to give him a one. Very unlikely, but um, there are some questions there. I think, you know, he definitely, he's organic, which is counter a plant. He was always off-code and unscripted. He, he was a host into himself. He was rejected by, you know, the networks, EWTN and USCCB. So he, the ops, yeah, ops don't like him. Um, some people said he was a promoter of the vision. Um, but that, those, the people who said that were CIA ops and plants. But there is, you know, the homosexual problem in his, in his background. Like I said, homosexual men tend to be plants because they're easily to be compromised they're morally bankrupt there's a lot of sexual depravity there they're easy to blackmail so um, men with homosexual backgrounds tend to be plants they're easy so i think he was being groomed to be a plant 
right? and, and perhaps maybe this is how he was tempted into his the, his fall into his latest fall into depravity, right? So there may have some been some things there, some people in his life who were placed there to weaken what he was doing, right? And so it would have been a CIA op to take down um, church militant, either by grooming him to be a plant or by tempting him into a downfall, right? And so if it was the whole thing, his whole downfall was an operation to get him to go there, then he's never coming back. He's going to be something like maybe a father, John Carapi, who again was taken down by a CIA operation to put particular people in his life to tempt him. Now, the temptation, falling into the temptation, even though it's entrapment, it still belongs to the person. You don't, you don't have to, right? You don't have to. But, um, you know, it's entrapment. Entrapment oftentimes work. It works. And this is what happened to Father John Crappie. Um, because, um, you know, he's he, he need to be weakened. He need to be taken down. Father John Crappie is an influential figure. Um, sh strengthened the Catholic faith of many. Right? So he's creating a stronger church in the United States. And his... His trajectory could have been amazing what he, he could have done for the church. The CIA knows the CIA always takes down people like this, whether it's, it's you know, uh, John F. Kennedy, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, you name it, right? So, this is what they do. Um, and so, Father John Crappie, people who the CIA takes down disappears, they go away. They never come back. So, um, so don't expect Michael Boris to come back. I, I know he probably wants to. Um, and he, he, he could, um, but he's going to be so weakened. And Church Militant, if it still exists, is going to be so weakened, maybe not even there, that, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's never going to be. The, the same again. Um, father, so I'll give Michael Voris a one. Right? But he was being groomed or set up. Um, Mark Goring. You know, I'll just start my gut check. Never liked him. Ever since he celebrated Ramadan, made those videos that he now has, you know, not visible on his YouTube channel. Um, that's, that's my gut. I'll just start my gut. That, you know, he's always a CIA plant. He doesn't really seem to be organic. He's always like a try hard to me. Another clue that's a CIA plant. Never off code and unscripted unless it's defending fiducia supplicants. Again, which is defending scandal, which um, aids the operation of the CIA to stir doubt. Did the Catholic Church really teach that you can bless sin? Father Mark Gordon says, yeah, 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 but it's not really that, right? It's not, it's not really that. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? It's a, uh, that video that I made, um, oh, this document is a masterpiece. So, yeah, 
he's not really associated. He seems to be a host into himself, although you can see him in different places. He doesn't seem to necessarily be associated with plan operations. I don't know much about his religious order, though. Um, yeah, I, I would I would give him a five. Very likely he's a CIA plant. Michael Lofton. Michael Lofton, that's a question. Is, is he a CIA plant? I, again, I'll start my gut check. I, I would say Michael Lofton. Ah, man. It's, it's hard because I, you know, I probably said this in other videos. I don't have that. I, I really like Michael Lofton as, as a person, as a dude. I like him, you know, a lot. Um, we have a lot of things in common. So my gut wants to say no. <laughs> it really does. It, it wants to say, ah, he's not a plant. Right. But at the same time, he does begin organically. Then at some point in time, he has about maybe 5,000 more subs than I do. He gets an influx of money from a supporter to grow his channel. And it takes off. So he's a bot person. Not like so much like Taylor Marshall, but there is an influx of money that we don't necessarily know where it came from. He's not off code and unscripted. He he is on on code and on script to a fault. He's associated with Catholic Answers, which is a CIA op. He's written a book for them. He defends the scandals. At the same time, people have come back into the faith because of him. People who Taylor Marshall turned away have come back. It's hard for me. I don't know. There's some stuff there. So if I have to grade him, even though my gut check says zero, because I like the guy. I gotta say 3.5. I'm somewhere in between 2.5 and 3.5. Right? Maybe that's three. Likely. I can go either way. I don't know. But I'm not strong on him. I'm not strong on him being a CIA plant because according to his own testimony, and you just read the comments sometimes on, on his videos, people have come back into the faith because of him. Some of his content. But he defends some things to a fault. <laughs> at the same time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to settle in at 3.5. The guy who I like may be a plant. <laughs> um, Kennedy Hall. That's a nice segue from Michael Lofton from Reason and Theology. I'm going to pick Kennedy Hall. At a strong five. Again, if you sit me down at a chessboard over a beer and some wings, uh, you could probably push me to go higher, right? As long as you don't do anything stupid on a chessboard, like <laughs> like open up with with you know <laughs> um, your pawn, uh, you know, and then. And your second move is, you know, pushing out your, your rook, right? All right. 
only 1% of chess players can get away with that. <laughs> 1, 1%. Um, and that 1% wouldn't even do it, right? Uh, but it stresses me out. I was playing a guy the other day who who did that. It like, completely stressed me out. I like stopped drinking and stopped eating. Like, what is he doing, right? Because, you know, there's only one response to that that move is is to wait um just you know you you play your your, your king's pawn and you just wait to see this guy because after th three or four moves he's either going to trap himself in or you're in big trouble so so i just wait a guy out he trapped himself and you know it's it kind of there it was over from that but as long as you don't stress me out right i would probably go higher on kennedy hall right just because he says the dumbest things you could possibly say on the internet. I like publicly say dumb stuff. You may catch me privately, privately saying a couple things dumb, right? Around my family, just because I'm, I'm talking, right? Um, just casually. But this guy says like dumb stuff online. That anybody can watch. Like the other day, he he says that the Norvis Ordo is not a saint factory. The Norvis Ordo right is not a saint factory. Because he's a traditional like, mass supremacist, right? He, and he says this, that you can't even go to uh, uh, a Norvis Ordo to fulfill your holy day of obligation. It's not an original thought to him. A lot of society, St. Pius the 10th priests believe this is it's an official statement on their website you know they're traditional like mass supremacists they look down on people who you know they they make people feel bad about their liturgical right right they're going to the norris ordo they're supremacists they think they're better than people right and so he says but he says the norris ordo is not a saint factory whereas the reality the truth of the matter is that the norris order right is the only liturgical right in the world today that is producing saints after saints after saints, right? Is you don't have to be a genius to, to know this that the Norris Order Right is the only church is producing red martyrs in Nigeria and in China. These are churches, uh, countries that this is what they have the Norris Order Rights. And Catholics there are getting slaughtered, kidnapped, priests getting kidnapped, killed. You go to mass, you could die. They know this, and they still go to mass. Your, your Catholic church would be bombed, and they still go. In in China, your 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 social credit score goes down because you're Catholic. Your your kid can't get even get get to college. Go college because you're Catholic. Your bishop is being imprisoned. They're destroying your church. They're putting you in prison. You're you're, you're being put to, into re-education camps as you still go to mass. You're dying there. These. The Norvis Order Right in Nigeria and China are producing saint after saint after saint, red martyr, white martyr, red martyr, white martyr. <laughs> so for this this clown, this CIA, this CIA plant, this you know, the Norvis Order is not a saint factor. <laughs> this dude is a he's dumb as a box of rocks. He's like dumb as I can't I can't even tell you how dumb he is. Um but he's either dumb. You know, I hate to do like the the um, logical false dilemma. I just present to you two options. Like he's either dumb or he's a CIA plant, right? 
But again, it's like the CA. I mean, so it's like the CA did. They say like dumb stuff all the time, but they have an audience who believes the stupidity. And this is his audience. A bunch of dumb people who believe the stuff this clown says. Look at the reading the comment. Go go into the comments of his videos and just look at these these people with a low IQ. But they're traditional like mass supremacists, all supremacists, whatever supremacists. They're people with low IQ, right? That, that, that's just how it is. Supremacists always have low IQ. They're not the, they're not smart people at all, at all, right? Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, he's, you know, Kitty, he's not, I'll, I'll work through the list, but you know where I'm at. Even my gut check says 20. Oh, this guy. Um, but, you know, you know, he's organic, I guess, you know, to a point, to a point. Um, but he clings to Dr. Taylor Marshall, who is a plant. You know, he goes on his program. I don't know if Taylor Marshall comes to his, right? But plants do not have plants people who are not plants are being groomed to be a plant on the program so he, he could be being groomed um the grooming process is probably over uh he, he's definitely on code on script with the traditional land mass supremacist talk right uh, his network is the taylor marshall network that's that's you know who he works for the cia operation there completely divisive he drives people away from the church he creates supremacies he's he's churning out you know he says the Norvis order was not a saint factory or kennedy hall is a set of a contest factory it just you know whatever i'm i'm, I'm done with that the guy's like <laughs> the catholic social media space would be better as soon as he disappears um the breaking habit podcast you know father uh, franciscan Friar Casey Cole. Five. <laughs> He's a five as well. I don't have to spend a lot of time there, really. Um, I don't know if he... I think he's organic, I think. But he's mainstream now for that audience. He's definitely on code, on script. He seems to be a host unto himself, although you can find him other places. He, you know, his latest defense of fiducia subacans uh, and the whole homosexuality thing is is disturbing, right? Uh, uh, like, okay, this guy is promoting. He's a system of doubt unto himself. So my gut check says five. National Catholic Register. National Catholic Reporter, right? I think National Catholic Register, you know, we walk out in the EWTN, right? CIA Op, National Catholic Reporter, CIA Operation, right? We know that. Don't need a whole lot of words to explain that. Father James Martin. Gay, compromised, morally bankrupt, defends scandal, promotes scandal, Jesu uh, is, he, is he Jesuit? He's Jesuit. Yeah, he's Jesuit. So he's he's groomed from the beginning to be um, CIA op on code on script with the CIA talking points. You know, five. 
you know, let's go higher if we could, but very, very likely, no question there. Anthony Stein, Dr. Anthony Stein. I don't listen to his content anymore. I used to, I used to find it interesting, especially when we didn't, I didn't see his face, you know, when it, it was just that little, you just, the voice and a little thing. And I, I, once it, once, you know, he put himself on camera, I kind of, I lost interest, you know, cause it's kind of mysterious when I couldn't see him. Right. Uh, I think he's organic, right? He doesn't seem to be a paid. He's definitely on code and on script with the whole trad supremacist thing. He's not really associated with a network other than that um, whole thing of that those guys that put together, you know, recognize and resist that whole thing. I guess we can lump a bunch of people into that into that whole thing. We could put, you know, Anthony Stein and Michael Matt. We could throw in John Henry Weston. Um, we could put in um, a lot of people just into that, that whole thing of being CIA ops, you know, or plants, you know, I don't know, right, about everyone who's associated with that with that thing. Like, you know, One Peter Five and um, the organization that owns One Peter Five. I forget the guy with with um, really soft hands that I met at the College for Council Priest thing, who I don't like. But you know that that whole that whole group. You know, Timothy Flanders and. Um, dang, what's the guy with the soft hands? I forget, I forget his name. He's, he's so unforgettable. But, yeah, I guess that whole group, I, I, I would, yeah, John Henry Winston, Anthony Stein, Michael Matt, it's, it's really, it's all, all the same crap, right? It's, it's, it's all the same. I don't even have to divide them separately. He's like, yeah, they're either plants or ops. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like all the same, right? They're all, they're all five for, for the same reasons. So that's what I would, I would, um, that's what I would do there. Um, for the last couple, I, w- I, w- I would throw in Scott Hahn, you know, just for kicks, right? Just because I don't, I don't, I don't like him. <laughs> just because my, my gut check says, yeah, I, I would probably throw some, somebody like, somebody like that in there seemingly be innocent like what is he doing there like you didn't expect that when this got like these questioning whether my friend um deacon harrowbrook severs is a cia player like hey why did you talk about scott Hahn? you know i don't like him i, I would probably him at a three like likely <laughs> just because of the gut check the people he's associated with um him being on code and on script but really what really got me annoyed by him is remember i did my return to sacred series where i had like 27 people uh, theologians authors priests evangelists 
come on over to St. Dominic's Media and talk about the most important thing today, like the law of sins of the sacred. How do we lose it? What do we lose along the way? How do we recover it? And so 27 people, none of which, um, if you go to St. Dominic's Media, check out the series. It's free. It's amazing. Um, none of 27 people, from people like Liz Yor to uh, Dr. Abby Johnson to Richard Howman to Doug Berry, just so many amazing people on there, including um, um, you know, Deacon Harold. Uh, none of those people I would consider higher than a one. Probably the only person who could get up to 2.5 is um, Michael Hitchborn from Lepanto, right? He's the only person who I probably grade higher, right? But a reason why I, I would say would annoy me about Scott Hahn because I invited Scott Hahn to his series, right? This is back in July. We recorded all the videos in August and early September. Why did I get an email from some guy who addressed himself as Scott Hahn's assistant? I got an email from him in January of 2024, this year, saying that Scott Hahn declined coming on and recording an interview for the Return of Sacred series. The invitation was sent in July. Maybe as late as September. I think there's a later round of people. And so let's go as late as September 2023. I get an email in January 2024. About an email that said you have this. We'll be recording between these dates. So you have this time to respond. I get an email from some assistant of Scott Hahn in January saying, Scott Hahn is just too busy to come on. We decline. After that, I said, I never really liked Scott Hahn. I got a couple of his books on my shelf. You know, you know, I got the Lamb, the Lamb Supper, and I got a book about Covenant. Maybe I have another book too. I don't know about Benedict. Maybe, maybe that's him. Uh. But ever since then, I said, you know, I don't like this guy personally. Just because who sends an email several months later about a course that has already been recorded saying that we decline? That, that was so ignorant and rude of that assistant not to do research. Some emails just don't need to be sent. Like, What? Like, who does that? That's just rude, impolite, it's crass. It's it's so many words, of some of which I don't even know, to explain how um, inconsiderate that email was and why it wasn't responded to immediately, right? So that's just a type of behavior. Now, Who wouldn't come record that series with me? The 27 people who were on my program, none of which are CIA plants. If they were, um, they want to come on, a, you know, St. Dominic's Media, right? Plants don't come speak with me. They don't. Uh, 
so that was like a giveaway he's a plant but also just the rude behavior of just sending that email like okay this is something a plant would do right because it's just so dumb just just so dumb right but a plant will let me know we still don't like you david O'Gray. you're we wouldn't even try to groom you we don't like you so much right you're too free right you're too off code unscripted uh, we don't we we don't have anything on you because you tell everybody your business. <laughs> there's there's a whole Wikipedia page about your business. <laughs> you don't have any secrets, right? Uh, so we can't leverage you. <laughs> and most of your sentences that begin with the Jews in negatively. And we don't like people who talk bad about the Jews. <laughs> You had E. Michael Lofton on your show, right? So, um, so yeah, the CIA doesn't like me, right? Uh, for a lot of reasons. And, and none of their operations would ever have me on their program. And they would not send their people to come speak with me. Um, so, I, I just thought that was like a note from the CIA letting me know that they still don't like me. Right? So, I'm just, we're just going to be rude to him. So, just for that fact alone. I'm giving Scott Hahn a three. Likely. Likely. Right. And the only way he can ever get back down to a one is if he sends me an apology for the email. And I sent back an email and I let the assistant know that this is rude and inconsiderate and a foul. And you're you're dumb for not doing a research that this this course had already been recorded. Um and the assistant didn't reply back to the email. So Scott Hahn is at a three, just just for general purposes, just on GP, just on a gut check of me not liking that whole thing. Um, the last one I have on the list here, the last one I have on the list that I want to talk about is Robert Nugent, the Catholic man from Determined to be Catholic. Um, Robert Nugent, you know, definitely organic. He has a big following in Ireland and in other places. People like him. I, I like his content. I could, I consume it a lot. I tend to watch either all or parts of every video he puts out. I think he's somewhere in between of off code and unscripted and on script. I think he leans definitely more to off code unscripted. He really does. He's definitely more in my camp. He's not associated right now with any CIA op that I know of. He doesn't promote division or promote scandals. He just has decent content. And my gut check on Robert Nugent is a zero. I like him a lot. I like, you know, he's a, he's a, I like him a lot. Um, I wish he would come to Ireland and we could have a Guinness beer together. Or maybe when I get there next year, I think I'm headed to Ireland, Dublin. I think I'm going to St. Patrick's Day in 2025. Maybe I'll look him up there, have a beer. And I'll know for sure whether he is a CIA op or plant. 
or not. Eric Sands. That's the CIA plans who I was trying to lump in with the other plans of Anthony Stein, John Henry Weston, um, Michael Matt, you know, the remnant. Uh, I, very forgettable guy. Um, you know, Crisis Magazine, though, is a CIA op all day. Eric Sammons is a plant. But forgettable guy. Forgettable voice, but unforgettable hands. I knew he was a CIA plant the moment I shook his hand. We were speaking at a conference. Shook his hand, soft as baby's butt. And this is the typical characteristic of CIA plants. They have soft hands because they don't do anything. It's like when I met John Boehner back in 2012 when I was working for the Mitt Romney campaign. Met him, shook his hand. So well, the guy used to cry all the time, first of all. <laughs> John Boehner. His hands were so soft, like he never picked up a bag of groceries, never pushed a lawnmower. Eric Salmon's hands. If you touch a baby's butt fresh out the womb, Eric Salmon's hands, same thing. CIA plants. Now, CIA ops. Agents who run the ops, sometimes their hands are rough, right? Because they actually do the work, right? <laughs> um, but not, 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 not plants. Plants tend to not have hard hands or anything like that, or even like they ever been into a fist fight whatsoever. Just soft guys, right? So, um, not all the time, because like. Um, Dr. Taylor Marshall, I, I think another evidence that he's a CIA plant, I think he's really good in like some sort of former martial arts, right? So, um, so it's, it's not always the rule that they have soft hands, but if they know some sort of fighting technique, that is another clue, right? Or if they have like some sort of manicured family, like Dr. Taylor Marshall, like look at his family, oh, that looks really manicured, right? Some people might say that about me as well, but, um, yeah, yeah. Some of these are just dead giveaways. But anyway, that's what I remembered. Eric Sammons. I wanted to let you know, but anyway, let me know what you think about this video in the comments below. What do you think about my criteria? Who are some people who I may have missed along the way? Um, how would you grade them? How would you grade some of these people differently? Um, if you belong to the traditional Latin mass supremacist cult and, you know, you're you're upset at me about the whole Dr. Taylor Marshall thing um, and you want to unsubscribe, you know, I just want to tell you bye. <laughs> you know, you, you don't have to put in the comments below that you unsubscribe. I don't care. Because I'm not a plant, right? I'm not, I'm not here to, oh, please follow me. <laughs> it's fine. But let me know. I had a, a bunch of other names that I wanted to mention as well. Um, like the, the Father Rippinger. Uh, there, there are a lot of people who I, I kind of wanted to get into this video, but they were probably like all ones. And there wasn't anything really interesting I could really say about them. Um, uh, you know, unless like, you know, my buddy Robert Nugent, who I like. I just mentioned him because I like him, right? I want to put him in the video. But, you know, mo most of the people who I probably didn't mention who you watch are probably ones. Everyone who you watch and probably thought of 
I, I, I included them in the video because I thought there were fives or threes, right? Higher than a five. So, but, um, but yeah, there's a lot of CIA operations in the, in the, in the Catholic church. There are, there are a lot of plants and there are a lot, a lot of plants being groomed. And remember the goal here is to weaken the Catholic church. And is to, is, is, this is a system of doubt that they're promoting. So the goal here, the goal of Satan, the goal of the world is to supplant the Catholic church as a moral authority, as something we believe in, as something we trust, as something that has, we believe has authority, uh, something that's offering a path for eternal life. So it just, it just wants to supplant that. Um, it wants to supplant a, a trajectory of life with a trajectory of death. That's, that, that's, that's the goal. And that's all I know about that for now. Hope you enjoyed the video. And God bless you. And remember that Jesus loves you and is there for you. And live your life like salvation matters. And, oh, by the way, nothing I said in this video. Nothing whatsoever about any of these people um, affects your salvation, affects the, your calling to be holy. But it is a message to you to question, to um, discern, and to understand that Satan is prowling looking for someone to destroy don't let it be you and don't let these systems of doubt win the battle because god created you for holiness and his grace is sufficient for you to see it through and i'll see you next time